0: Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.
1: I'd give a rat's ass about Twitter.
0: better than this guys being dudes here on the draft dudes podcast presented by lockdown it's joe marino and kyle Crabs from the draft network and we are your hosts here on this monday edition of the show it is officially the week of thanksgiving the greatest holiday that has ever been invented and uh, we're in a good mood here because neither one of us had to deal with our favorite nfl teams with the bills and dolphins both being idle this week well, we are just here to talk football in in a very good mood. So welcome Kai. I'm uh, glad to have
1: you. Are you are you nervous at all about the status of one of our bets?
0: No. No.
1: You're not worried no. about the Bengals?
0: No, I'm worried about Sammy Watkins and I don't want to be As you a coward. should be. I don't want to be a coward and play the injury card, but now it's looking like that's going to be what? the
1: case. It's a- Typically what you get with Sammy Watkins.
0: I know, I know. I was I'm going
1: to sit here and act stunned that a Tiger's still got uh, stripes on it.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, yeah, you just go ahead and pick on the Broncos, finding a way to get uh, two more wins in the Bengals.
1: Well, they play time. the Bengals, so there's one right there, baby. No, it's in yeah, buddy.
0: It's in Cincy, and those, those, uh, those Bengals are going to be just fine, sir. The Don't
1: joke worry. is on you, Chief, because the Bengals now have Hugh Jackson on their coaching staff. <laughs> so- <laughs>
0: Well, it's going to be harder, okay? But tank you, the Broncos, season.
1: Let's go. Broncos
0: are still coached by one Vance Joseph, so there's that.
1: Yeah, I know. Cool I'm there's not having Bron- the time of my life with this <laughs> bet.
0: But you're making up some ground, so. Uh, yeah,
1: I know we're we're a half game behind the Broncos now, and they play on December second.
0: Kyle, fact or fiction? The uh, the Cincinnati Bengals were aware that Lamar Jackson was starting for the Ravens, and that he was very athletic.
1: I'm going to say fiction based on the way they played defense in this game or try to play defense in this game.
0: No idea what I was watching. No accountability for his. They were rushing like multiple, multiple times on third and long, so just giving them two, three techniques, both rushing wide. Right. What, what are we doing? What are we doing?
1: And we're going to say here an act surprised that like he breaks contain.
0: Unbelievable. Unbelievable.
1: So and the um, the Ravens, Joe. The Ravens rush for two hundred and sixty five yards in this football game. Two
0: hundred sixty five NFL, right? Not not Georgia Tech versus uh, you know Pittsburgh.
1: <laughs> I'm pretty sure the Ravens came into this game averaging like three point six yards per carry on the year. Like they could they they could not run the ball, and they go against the Bengals with the least athletic linebacker Corin in the NFL, and (laughs) suddenly they can run for 265 yards.
0: Bengals and their unathletic linebackers. It's been their staple for 10 years now.
1: Now, listen, do you think – how do you think Bill Polian feels about this game? Is he, like, sitting somewhere in his his lair, like, clutching his pearls that Lamar Jackson is – want to know as a starting quarterback? Or do you think he's, like, lighting up a cigar like, yeah, he had to rush 27 times for 115 yards to get the job done? Should have been moved. Yeah, how, do you, sure how, how do you think he's celebrating like, or he's, digesting this?
0: That's what he's doing, Kyle. He's, he's going to – and look, Lamar Jackson can't carry the football 27 times every game in his career or even close to it, right, right? So right. it's not sustainable, but for this weekend, for the recipe needed to beat the Bengals, it certainly worked. Lamar's going to have to really develop as a passer, so that way that is something that has to be respected. I promise you, whoever plays Ravens next week, We'll have a game plan that says, Lamar, beat us with your arm. And if you do, we'll live with it. And that's how Lamar is going to have to create or to to evolve as a player uh, because we know he can run, but he can't run 27 times a game.
1: Right. But um, I guess if we look over the rest of the slate this weekend, both college and pro, uh, Jill, one thing that did stand out, uh, speaking of missed throws – We had a couple two-point conversions that would have really made this weekend freaking awesome, and neither one of them materialized. We're, of course, talking about Maryland's Tyrell Pigrome against Ohio State in overtime, and Riverboat Ron deciding to go for two against the Detroit Lions. And in both instances, the quarterbacks having wide-open receivers and pooping their pants instead. It's not great.
0: Literally any other human being in the world throwing the football would have hit that pass. Easy,
1: uh, easy, any, easy any other human being?
0: Come on, Kyle. Don't take me literally. If, if I was throwing that pass, we win. The, the Maryland beats Ohio State. Carolina beats Detroit.
1: So next time we do the NFL Skills Challenge like we did on Friday's episode with Ben and Trevor, <laughs> I'm going to say you have a wide-open receiver standing in the end zone and it's five yards away from you, can you complete the pass? Because Cam Newton could not. Tyrell Pegram could not. But, Joe, you're telling me right now you feel very confident. Yes, I'm completing that pass. I'm winning this football game.
0: Yep, yep. I don't know what happened in those moments for both of those quarterbacks, but their coaches put it on the line, went out there, tried to end the game, win it, go get that two yards, and they took L's. Hate to see it. You hate to see it. Things you hate to see.
1: Now, I will say for the sake of Michigan, Ohio State, I'm glad Ohio State's coming with one loss.
2: Valentine's Day is just around the corner, and it's only fitting that this important interruption is brought to you by Manscaped. Manscaped is the best in men's below the belt grooming. Have you thought about what you're getting your loved one this year? Or maybe you want to give the gift of sweet-smelling grundle bliss to your partner. I'm talking about the Manscaped Perfect Package 3.0. Whether you're the only one who gets to see what's going on down there or you're one of many, do you, your partner, and everyone else a favor and introduce yourself to this revolutionary company. Manscaped just launched their brand new Perfect Package. Inside the Manscaped Perfect Package, you'll find their Lawnmower 3.0 trimmer, which features skin-safe technology and will prevent you or your man from cutting his nuts. Speaking of smelling nice, let's be real. No one wants to carry around that locker room smell with them. That's why I am thankful for the Crop Preserver and Crop Reviver. These products keep your crotchal region from sweating, smelling, and sticking. The Perfect Package will also come with a pair of Manscaped And guess who else will thank you? Your balls will thank you. 20% off and free shipping when you use the promo code locked on at manscape.com.
1: Because the dynamics of that game are huge now.
0: I'd love to find a way for neither to get into the final floor.
1: How dare you, sir?
0: Oh, I'm all for it. You're want just like Ford. everybody
1: else, just laying down. Give me Georgia again. Yeah. Give me Alabama again. Give me Clemson again. No, I want to see some fresh faces.
0: No, I don't care about fresh faces.
1: Well, we will get one fresh teams. face because Notre Dame is going to smack the shit out of USC next yeah, week. USC we owe the bad. Irish an apology because both oh, no. you and I said, oh, the <laughs> Syracuse is a good cover. 11-point spread, man. Yeah. I can't believe it's up to 11. And then they won by 33.
0: That's why we always say that we don't know who was going to win each weekend. But if you think you do, you go to my bookie. Not That's we right. We don't always have the best advice. Uh look, I was sound in my logic. Notre Dame, they squeaked by wins over Pitt. They squeaked by uh Ball Northwestern.
1: State,
0: Vanderbilt, Northwestern. Northwestern. And then the game that you thought number 12 in the nation, Syracuse played Clemson toff the last couple of years, like this is the one. 11 point spread. Nah. Notre Dame covers it by what, was it thirty six to three? The name, the <laughs> game is <laughs> Not for a second, ridiculous.
1: And you and had now some you have this some haters. You had haters in your mentions too, right? You gave somebody I, okay, cool, hook them. I loved it.
0: Yes, I did, and I'll be honest, that felt wonderful to do that. And but the kid, whoever this dude was that responded to me, and the point that I was making is like, hey, if you believe Syracuse was going to win this game, Eric Dungey going down shouldn't change that because. DeVito's a good backup quarterback. He saved them a couple of times, three times this season, and he saved them. And I was like, okay, well, th- th- this isn't a kiss of death. That's the only point I was making, and this guy's coming at me. And I am a Notre Dame hater. and it, it, look, he doesn't need to know that. But then he came at me with some strong words, and so I hit him with the okay, cool hook 'em. and it felt great. And he didn't respond.
1: Oh, you shut him down with that, huh?
0: Yeah, he went away. He did. Oh, so. yeah, you, ha- you hate
1: to see it. You hate to see it. You hate to see it. Joe, uh we want to talk a little bit about the senior bowl yeah we want to talk about some of these acceptances and outstanding invites that we know have come through uh senior bowl sent out how many invitations 60. 60 60 well we don't have 60 confirmed but we have some heavy hitters that that have confirmed uh first and foremost first name that stands out to me is josh allen edge kentucky you did his film assessment over the weekend correct
0: Yeah, we both did, yeah.
1: And I did mine about three hours before you, and you got real mad at me. (laughs) But, you know, I'm just trying to do my job, Joe. No. That's the only thing I'm guilty of just doing my job.
0: See, be honest, what really happened, Kyle, you said it. You can't tame the stallion. You were just working. We have lists. The entire intent of those lists is so that we don't overlap, and we're covering fresh names. Yeah,
1: but overlap is good.
0: Get off my list. Go go to John Ledger's list. John doesn't have any ready. good
1: football players on his list. I was,
0: oh, John – no, John made the list, and John has stacked his cart. okay? That's pretty yeah, John,
1: we got <laughs> a bow to pick with you.
0: If you look, I didn't care because you got to do them all anyway, so it doesn't – whatever order is fine. But, uh, yeah, he definitely stacked. I actually have have card.
1: not taken the time. My oh. producer is going to pull up his list right now. want to read how many names I'm envious of that he's supposedly going to watch first oh. live here on the air while uh, – well, we set the table here for talking about Josh Allen. We have John's list is Brett ripon solid. It's already L for me. Karan Higdon, uh, Hunter Renfro, that probably hurt your soul, didn't it?
0: No, I'm Dalton, no, I'm
1: Dalton Risner, Chris Lindstrom, Gerald Willis, Montez Sweat. I've already done sweat jokes on him. Okariki, DeAndre Baker, Chris Boyd, that probably hurt you too. Juan Thornhill. Yeah, he's got a nice list.
0: Right. Look at mine. There's guys I have to, like, remind myself. What <laughs> you got to
1: you gotta Google.
0: <laughs> yeah, like, who are these players? Thanks, John.
1: So, anyway, so, we, so you did a film. We each did a film assessment on Josh Allen. Right. And Josh
0: Allen was my, my silver, charming star on my list. And then you went and did him. Right,
1: but on. you also had the chance to do him.
0: And I did. I Talk to me.
1: On. Talk I woke up
0: feeling dangerous on that Saturday morning. I said, I'm gonna oh, do my Josh, my Josh Allen uh eval. I'm gonna get this thing up on the site before the slate of games goes. And then what do I see? Kyle Grabs also did Josh Allen. Good football player. He's gonna run circles around these offensive tackles at the senior bowl. I hope he's I hope he actually goes. And that when he you know, when he doesn't when he signs his agent and isn't says, Hey look, man, you're going to the top fifteen, you don't really need to go. He still wants to go because he's gonna be fun, man. He's got He's got some burst and bend and length that we just don't see in a lot of guys. It's pretty rare. Now, look, he's still developing. If you watch him play, there's counters with his hands that would, if, if he had better vision and more counters, this dude would be like near unblockable. But he's just right. not there yet. But that's exciting. Like he's got that ceiling. I almost never see him go inside, and I almost never see him use speed to power conversion. He's he's literally just an outside speed, bend that corner, kind of soften it with a swiper, dip rip, something like that. Really uh, doesn't use
1: out. his length either, which Not is frustrating. He
0: right. But he's good in space, right? Like he reaches yeah. those landmarks and zone coverage like exceptionally well. And I don't think he's super aware of picking up stuff into his areas. But my goodness, his mobility, fluidity, him, his ability to sink and, and reach landmarks is really, really exciting. He's obviously a great pursuit player. I mean, he's a really exciting player. I, 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 If you need an edge guy, you would love to get Josh Allen in the top 15.
1: And I agree with you. And that was going to be my question is like – Right now, where we're at with just the film, because they're they're not going to play anybody that's going to have you change your mind, right? Like, this is a senior player. He's got a very sizable no. film resume. No one game from here on out is going to change your mind. Top no, 15 Hayes pick.
0: In, yeah, Hayes in the bar, and it's exciting. Like, I, I liked the way I felt talking about Josh Allen there, because I really know the player now, right? Like, we've, we've right, taking right. we taken the time to really deep. It, it's great. So It's get different ready for some than great just discussion. watching...
1: Watching mm-hmm. some cut ups, he, he really mm-hmm. get a chance to get into the, the meat and potatoes of, of his strengths or weaknesses, and I think he did a really nice job talking about like not going inside. He tried to go inside one time in the mm-hmm. games that I watched, and it was frustrating because the tackle really overset him. He was really compensating for the speed rush, and Josh tried to peel back inside, pushing off the wrong foot. He gave no sell that he was going to continue pressing up the field and he folded too early and allowed this offensive tackle to just kind of wash him down it. It was the only time I tried to see him go inside. It's like, okay, like that's a really good teach tape piece Mm -hmm. for you as a player. Put that on and talk about, okay, you want your third step. If you read, he's going to overset you on your third step. That's when you want to set your body up and angle that head. Like you're going to work outside across of him And then once that fourth step hits the ground, bang, you're planting on that outside step, driving back across his face. And then you got to turn the shoulders and really hit him with a a rip move or something like that to to clear his hands off of your body. He didn't really do any of that. None of those components were there. But as you said, the traits are there that, okay, you know, this guy can just run around you if he wants to. And if he gets off the ball well enough, which a lot of the times he does, he's going to run around you. So it'll be a good experience for him if he does go. Joe, who's another name that stands out to you?
0: Amani Oruariere. Come on, that was bad. Oruariere. Amani uh, O.
1: Amani O. Amani O. Amani O. Okay. Amari.
0: Amani.
1: Ben Solik had to have me do it like fifteen times. That's how O'Reary. I got it down. Yeah, I'm done. I'm out. Okay. Oruariere.
0: Senior from Penn State. <laughs> He's good, Kyle. Uh, he's I really very enjoyed good. W- watching this tape. I-, I think I sent you a DM just as soon as I got done. I said, "Hey, this is a better player than Carlton Davis or Isaiah Oliver, a couple of second rounders from last year." And, and you kind of think of the the long press guys that um, uh, in that mold, zone press corners, and, I, and I, my mind went to, "Okay, who was last year's guys that are like this?" And I like I like Amani O a lot better. I think that he's he's really actually quick feet. Like you don't expect his feet to be as quick as they are. For his size, does a really good job of, of crowding that frame of the receiver. Really aggressive in the contact window. He has the ability to redirect and stun routes early on. I love his ball skills. His body control uh, and coverage to be able to locate the football and then get himself in position to, to make a play on the ball is really exciting. So you think length, quickness, physicality, ball skills. Man, I mean, that's that's the total package. And checks Honestly, a lot of boxes. More, yeah, he does. I think – now, he doesn't always play up to his weight class as a tackler and defending the run. Uh, does deal with blocks okay. He's got the length to to really stack, but I want to see him disengage playoff contact a little bit better. But, you know, I think this is definitely a guy that's top 50 upside and a better player than Oliver Davis from last year.
1: Body control is what really stood out to me watching him. Like for a longer guy, his ability to kind of rotate f- – you know, that that lateral flexibility in his torso to kind of work his frame around and get back and address the football while he's carrying with speed up the field. Those were things that really stood out to me for Amani Oyuari. See how that just rolled off the tongue? Yeah,
0: I'm not there yet. I, I got Albert O down.
1: Yeah. Albert O is Albert about o- as far as – could go ahead. Because that's, that's – Albert O is as far as I'm ever going to get with him all year.
0: Oh, really? So I yeah. and I feel good about my ability to pronounce his name.
1: Wow. There, you There is – No, yeah, I'm not going to put you on the spot like that. There is a player I feel comfortable pronouncing his name. I feel very comfortable talking about his skill set. It's a player. It's another Big Ten player, Chase Winovich, defensive end, University of Michigan. I think this is a day two pass rusher. Winovich for me, the motor is obvious. It's blatant. He is – Pretty technically refined as far as how he plays along the line of scrimmage. But I think athletically, he's missing that lateral component, that flexible component, to really allow him to have a super high ceiling as a pass rusher. I think Chase Winovich is a player that can be a starting defensive end in the NFL. And I think he can be a reliable run defender. But Winovich, for me, he's lacking in length, and he's lacking in the ability to play with suddenness in lateral situations. He's he's very tight in the hips when he's got to hinge or drop the inside hip down and turn a corner. And uh, he's a player that I think is going to be pretty polarizing because you see the splash plays, and a lot of times, like if he's unaccounted for, or if he's like flying down the field in hustle and pursuit, like. Those are wow plays, but they're not wow plays in the way of like, okay, this guy has something you can't really coach. He's got a fire lit up under his ass, and that's terrific. But I don't see the ceiling there of being a first round player, even though I really, really like Chad Swinovich as a player. He's grown on me the more that I've watched him.
0: This is NFL Under Review, local experts on the biggest NFL stories. I'm excited to watch him more in depth. I've only watched him in, in live looks, so uh, anxious to get eyes on him. Kyle, I want to mention <clears throat> uh, Gerald Willis, Miami interior defensive lineman, had a great, great, great senior season after some troubles early on in his career, transfer, some suspensions. But, uh, you know, he's really – everything's kind of come together this year. Manny Diaz, Mark they're speaking very highly of his football character, kind of seems like he's on, on the right path right now, and then he showed up on the field in a big, bad way. I mean, he's pushing for 20 tackles for loss this year, and so I'm very anxious to see him go to the senior bowl, dominate, and then continue to uh, make those questions about his character go away. And then the other guy that's interesting is Dalton Risner. Um, Kansas offensive lineman, he plays right tackle for them. I think he's probably an interior guy, but anxious to see him probably get a chance to, to play both positions and see if he's got enough length and mobility to hang, to hang and, and make it on the outside or if he's going to be a true interior guy. So a couple guys... And I think uh, can continue to answer questions about what they can do and guys that have top fifty upside.
1: Yeah, so I want to talk about one more name. Uh, This is a wide receiver prospect who just put two hundred nineteen yards on the (laughs) Georgia Bulldogs this weekend. Talking, of course, about UMass wide receiver Andy Isabella. Uh, Isabella has games this year of one hundred ninety eight. 191, 174, 303, and then 219 receiving yards. So production monster. What do you know about Andy Isabella? I'm gonna put you on the spot right here. Future Patriot. Future Patriot, right? Like gritty, polished, route runner, undersized white guy, right?
0: That's what I know about him.
1: Yep. You you want me to break your heart? Sure. Go watch Trent Taylor. That's who Andy Isabella is.
0: Well, then I know who he is exactly.
1: Yeah. So uh, Isabella, volume receiver to the degree degree that he is, I don't think there's a chance this guy wins on the outside at the NFL level. Now, with that said, I think his slot prowess will serve him very well. This is a former uh, track star. He was one of the top runners in the state at the high school level uh, in track and field as a sprinter. But when you watch him on the football field, I've seen him get caught from behind a few times, like against Mississippi State. Uh, They played in 2017. And it's just because he's not tall. And when he looks to open up his strides, these feet are moving pretty well, but they're not covering a whole lot of ground. And he's listed five ten one ninety. I'm not going to say I'll eat the tweet, but I will say he's probably not five ten one ninety. I think that's a, that's a gracious listing on Andy Isabella. So, uh, Joe, if you hear me fist bump or groan out loud at the senior bowl weigh-ins, you know why. It's because that okay. weigh-in he came in either where I'm expecting it to or where I'm not. But well, he's a fun I'm, he's a I'm, fun player i have sat
0: next to you for what, three years in a row at your role weigh in. So you
1: know I'm pretty good I, at this.
0: I know the no, I know the experience. I know the Kyle Krabs weigh-in experience. So. You
1: want to fill everybody in real quick before we sign off?
0: Well, yeah, it's it's just man in underwear. Uh, well, and I, what I mean by that Don't is make Don't well, make this weird. Well it is, so it would only be appropriate for me to make it weird. Comes across the stage and Kyle sizing them up, you know, really checking them out, and he whispers in your ear. Six two, two ninety
1: four. You forgot the uh, the eighths inches.
0: Oh yeah. Well, this guy was just six <laughs> two. Um, and you do pretty well. You do pretty well. Um, because I've heard you make well. Let's see, three senior bowls. How many guys go go to this thing? Is there uh, ninety ninety on each? Yeah, it's pretty. It's total? pretty
1: close to uh, pretty close to three hundred guys. Yeah. I've tried it's to guess heights and weights on yeah. the senior right. bowl.
0: So good. Going to get very close to five hundred this year. So there you so, go. Anyhow,
1: so. Yeah. And uh, I take uh, take a lot of pride in being fairly close with my eyeball, eyeball testing. So uh, that's my first eyeball test of the year. This season is Andy Isabella will come in under 5'10", 190. But we'll see. He's a good football player. He's fun. I think he's a slot guy. I just don't think he's going to be necessarily valued very high. Joe, takes on takes tomorrow. We fired up?
0: Yes. Oh, so,
1: yeah. Put your takes in. We got some over the weekend, which we're very thankful for. Make sure you tweet at us with your hot take and takes, the hashtag takes on takes to make sure we see it before we air the show on Tuesday. We record Monday early evenings, right around dinner time. So get them in. Don't wait. Uh, You can reach us. Joe is at the Joe Marino. I'm at rhyming the tape. Kyle Krabs with Joe Marino. Thanks as always for listening to draft podcast. We'll talk to you guys tomorrow.